Mass Debaters is performed in front of a live social media audience. We are a mature podcast to talk about mature things. This is definitely not kid-friendly. We warrant you. Anything that we say about anything is our own personal opinions, not the opinions of anyone else. Any clips we use is not ours. We're just borrowing for the show. Thank you and have a nice day. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Masty Bitters Presents One-on-One Brackets. My name is DeAndre Robinson, and I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Jesse, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. I'm glad to be back. No, I'm how glad you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I'm glad to have you back. The, the last time you was on, you kicked butt on the uh, horror, movies, <laughs> uh, uh, horror movie uh, um, bracket. <laughs> I know a lot of people are not going out there that's going to listen to this. Some people are going to be upset that I broke it up, but you did. And that's what it is. And you got a. I uh, haven't stopped. I haven't stopped bringing it up. <laughs> Just <laughs> in a horror movie game show, you you definitely did when you and you win yourself a uh, quote unquote custom uh, a horror movie uh, blanket that's on its way uh, soon. Uh, so, congratulations on that. Thank but, you, sir. Uh, Thank you. If you could tell everyone about your podcast and where to find it, and uh, yeah, tell us what you're doing. Um, I'm a regular on the Bracket Bastards podcast. Um, I co-host uh, Maniacal Music Musings, or M-Cubed, as I like to call it, or The Cube, whatever, uh, with uh, Jeremy Bryant. And uh, I'm working on developing a solo, like, serious podcast but like a group jovial podcast so like i'll have like you guys on and everybody that i've already been on a show before they're all going to be on and it'll be like a free-for-all where we all just sit around it's kind of like it'd be like a it'd be like a cookout just nobody anybody out like we're all at our own house and we're not actually cooking anything mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh I'll make sure I cook something with one more morning. Just, just make it authentic. Oh yeah, if I was the case, I'd, I'd have brought up some of my mother's potato salad because that's what's <laughs> up. But I'm, dude, I will put all of it on my mother's potato salad. <laughs> all right. So again, welcome to Master Biz Presents One on One Brackets, where we ask one person to do one of the brackets that we already made. Um, and Chasey's going to do psychological thrillers. Now, before we start, I need to say this one. As I'm to say, I did not make these rankings. Okay? <laughs> I want to make sure that everyone knows this, that I did not make these rankings. These rankings come from Rotten Tomatoes. Now, you have a problem with this, the rankings? Rotten Tomatoes it is. And the only reason why I use, the only reason why I use Rotten Tomatoes for two reasons. One, uh, they, they have easy access to, to rankings, so it's easier that way. Two, if rankings suck, everybody can go to Rotten Tomatoes and, and, and say how, how much they suck. So, so it's, it's a win-win for me. All right, so, get that possible deniability, <laughs> right? Uh, so we are, um, so we are doing uh, psychological thrillers. Uh, 
What's um, up, Casey? Just like all my brackets, all, all master players brackets, we are uh, the highest seed will always play the lowest seed, always reseed these every, every round. Uh, there's a buy for the top seed in the fourth round, and there's a buy for the lower part in the quarterfinals. Uh, <laughs> hey, Chancey, how are you? <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, uh, there's one rule I tell everyone. Now, I want you to do your own, your own brackets, whatever. However, though, you are... If you don't care about a matchup or you just, just match up just too hard, you can ask me to pick for you. Now, now, I'm not saying you have to. I'm going to say you can. Now, the thing about that is you got to live with the pick that I pick for you. Mind you, again, this is reseeded, so you, don't, so you never know who's who's going to play who. So that's the only caveat, all right? Fair with enough. That, with that being said, you ready? Oh, I've, I was just got to stay ready. I mean, Jane got to get ready. All right, so we're going to do the first playing game. We got The Gift 2015 versus Dr. Sleep 2019. I'm going to go with Dr. Sleep. Okay. And like I said, this is your ranking. You can say why if you want to. You can, you know, a little, little cap that why if you want to or not. It doesn't matter. I mean, the, the, I mean, the sequel to The Shining... It was a long time coming. Took a little too long for Lion Lichen, but you know, I didn't think it was too terrible. Out of the two movies, I gotta say, I gotta go with Doctor Sleep, just because. Okay. All right, last playing game. Um, and I'm going to butcher this name, but the Manchurian Candidate. I think I said it right. Manchur- no, no, yeah, you did, you did good. Yeah. Manchurian, yeah. The, the Manchurian Candidate, 2004 versus Devil, 2010. Oh man, Sharon Candidate, hands down. That's Denzel. That's one of his. That's a great movie. He did such a good job in that movie. So I'm not gonna lie, I love Denzel and I love the movie as well. However, though, um, uh, however, though, um, I uh, I love Double. It was a good movie. That was a good movie. I mean, I'm, I'm at the like, and my and, and my Shimon can can go it, like he can hit and miss. But Devil, I thought he he did a pretty good job. So I do solid. Yeah, it was solid. All right. Now we get into uh, the actual bracket. Got number one seven 1995 versus number hundred Mr. Brooks 2007. Now Mr. Brooks, that was the one with Kevin Costner, wasn't it? Um, give me one minute. Uh, and you, I'm and pretty you sure. You can also ask me uh, a question while I, I can look it up for you. Uh, and it's one with Kevin Costner, yes. Yeah, that's and, what I thought. That's what I thought. Jimmy Moore, Dane Cook. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I, I remember the movie, but I was sure, I was pretty sure of it just from the name alone. Because, I mean, I, a lot of them I've seen. Um, I, I watched too many movies growing up, and I watched too many movies as it is. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with John Doe out of seven. I'm gonna go with seven. What's in the box? What's in the box? I'm <laughs> <laughs> the lines in, in any any movie history. <laughs> it's fucked up. I know, but it's this shit's hilarious. Like, uh, this actor is hilarious, man. <laughs> For me, it's actually the interview of the victim after mm-hmm. the lust killing. Oh, that. Is the most underrated piece of acting I have ever seen in my entire life. And that guy should have got an Oscar 
just for that one scene. Like, I want to know, A, how many takes did they have to get it before they got it right? Because, like, he nailed that getting manic down real good. Uh, so, Seven will play Dr. Yes. Sleep in the next round. That's cool. Okay. Okay, you got number two, The Silence of the Lambs, 1991, versus number 99, 2001, A Space Odyssey, 1968. Now that one's actually hard for me. Um, I know Silence just won the horror bracket for you not too long ago, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. It's a great movie. Anthony Hopkins does an amazing job. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. That part is funny. Listen, that, that part always gets me. I, I always want that part because it's just hilarious. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Do you need to wipe your nose, Doctor Lecter? Oh my God! You know what? Just for that, I'm going with science. Of the Lambs. Like, just cause, like, yeah, just because of that. It rubs the lotion on the skin the less it gets the hose again. Right. And oh yeah, dude, Buffalo Bill. I forgot about him entirely. And he's all like, "Why, why, why won't you get in the get in the hole? It, it, it's just, are are you a size thirteen? Like every every time I saw that guy at anything after that, like when he did Monk, I was like, no fucking way, dude. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs will play the Manchurian Candidate in the next round. All right. Number three, The Shining. I did put the year on this. I'm sorry about that. Uh, Versus number 98, The Perfect Murder, 1999. Versus number 97, Unfaithful, 2002. Oh, you know, actually, I that Sixth Sense, I mean, it missed me, man. It really did. Like everybody else is all like, oh man! Like I was, I, it was like the same thing with Saw. Like the whole time, I'm like, I swear to God, if that dude gets up off the middle of that floor, <laughs> I'm gonna be so, I'm gonna be so fucking mad. Like, okay, I don't care. You inject yourself with this, that, and the other. Who the fuck hasn't farted in their sleep? You mean to tell me? <laughs> you mean to tell me they were locked in that basement that whole time and his sleeping? He was all sleeping and shit. Didn't fart. Not once. Don't buy it. Not a single second. Uh, I'm going to go with Unfaithful. I haven't seen it. That's one of the movies on the list I haven't seen, but I just got to vote against the Sixth Sense because he saw dead people and I saw that shit coming just like Stevie Wonder did. (laughs) All right. Uh, Okay, so Unfaithful will play The Shining in the next round. All right. All right. So you got number five, Shutter Island, 2010. Version number 96, Dial M for Murder, 1954. Dial M. Dial M. Hitchcock, hands down. All right. I kind of like this, man. That matchup, this is actually a hard one. So, number six, Misery, 1990. Version number 95, Heat, 1995. 
I know I signed up for this, but Dre, come on, man. Why you gotta do this? To, why are you doing this to me now? <laughs> um, psychological thriller is the theme, and that's why I'm going with misery. In my opinion, as far as like movie to movie, like which one's better? It's real close for me because I mean they're so good. They're so good. But for the psychological element, if you would have had like the usual suspects up against heat, I would have been like, oh shit. Cause it would have been the usual suspects, but that's not there. But I'm going with misery. Especially right. when she fu- when she fucking hobbles him, dude. Fucking like <laughs> my ankle always hurts. <laughs> my ankle always hurts when I see that. Uh, I know. I, the first time I saw it, I was like, "Wait, didn't she? Didn't she cut him off?" Because I read the book, so like, I was like, "They didn't. Wait, didn't she? Did she? She cuts him off. Where, where's the saw?" Oh, well, well, they probably, they, they, they probably thought that was too brutal. Even though that part right there is brutal as fuck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, number seven, Fight Club, nineteen ninety nine. Verse number 94, Phone Booth, 2002. Phone Booth was super underrated. You know, ah, ooh. That's that's tough for me. Because, I mean, Fight Club is iconic. It's also infamous. I didn't even see the twist, you know, for the Tyler Durden reveal. Mm -hmm. But I gotta go. I gotta go with phone booth, man. That for that being like a psych, psychological thriller, that one had me more in suspense than than uh, Fight Club did. I enjoyed Fight Club just as its own type of movie more than I did as a. I could I could place this in a genre. Okay. All right. So we did phone booth. Okay. So number eight. The Devil's Advocate, 1997. Verse number 93, Nightcrawler, 2014. Devil's Advocate. Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like, hey, you know what you should do? You should fuck your sister. Fucking like, what? The fuck? Of course I'm picking this movie. <laughs> uh, the, the Devil's Advocate <laughs> will play phone booth in the next round. <laughs> Number nine, Inception, 2010. Version number 92, The Cell, 2000. You can curse. I know I can curse, but I didn't want you to think I was swearing at you. Because I was just like, motherfucker. Because, dude, the cell is so good. Vincent D'Ampario did so good in that movie. He's such a good bad guy in that movie. But, it, I mean, Inception, though, it's like... Fuck it. I'm going with the cell. I'm going okay. with the cell. I'm going to pull the Band-Aid off. I'm knocking. I'm making it a point. I'm not letting you choose for me. Just not <laughs> because. Like, I will make my own decision, even if it hurts. Okay. Number 10, Split, 2016. Verse number 91, The Book of Eli, 2010. 
again, I'm going based off of the theme, not because of one movie being better than the other. Because I actually think that The Book of Eli, I liked The Book of Eli. It was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got to go with Split. That was a really good, as far as like psychological thriller. I mean, the guy, I mean, like, you know, the guy, it's an actual, it's based off an actual disorder, just to the extreme, extreme. But still, I mean, yeah, for sure. And Split will play the cell the next round. Okay. Number 11, Psycho, 1960. Versus number 90, Hide and Seek, 2005. Psycho. Obviously. I mean, I look at you. I, I, I can't sway your pick any other way, but listen, <laughs> listen. I, uh, I, I, no, I would have had to have just. I would have, I would have had to have excused myself for the rest of the show and been like, "Listen, I need to go watch a movie real quick." <laughs> Wait, right. hold up. We're talking the original, right? We're not, we're not talking that 19, Vince Vaughn. No, okay, no, okay. That, <laughs> right. Number twelve. The Exorcist, nineteen seventy-three. Verse number eighty-nine. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, two thousand four. I'm gonna go with the Exorcist. I'm um, I'm gonna go with the obvious on this, just because. So- Go ahead. So I, I watched Internal Sunshine with Spotless Mind for the first time this year. Um, it's, it's a trip. A fucking, yeah. And then I'm, I'm going to watch it again high. I swear I always say that shit. I'm going <laughs> to watch it again high because it, it, it's such a good fucking movie. And it's like it's like Inception as well. Inception was good. But when you watch it like smoking weed, that shit is amazing. See, I don't, I don't, for me, like, I just, I just, you know, over time gained such a high tolerance that like I basically would have to be on hallucinogens before I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, number 13, the thing 1982 versus number 88, hard candy 2005. Man, get that shit out of here. Fucking, I'm going with the thing. Like, <laughs> Like hard candy, that's not psychological. That's like, that's like, what is that? That's like, we, that's like where you fail to be a slasher movie. So they just like <laughs> call you, like, oh, we're going to call it a psychological thriller. Like, call it, get, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Number 14. <laughs> <laughs> number 14, The Usual Suspects, 1995. Verse number 87, The Dead Zone, 1983. Usual Suspects. I mean, in Dead Zone, I mean, I know, I know. Dead Zone's great. Usual Suspects. Dude, that fucking twist on Kaiser Sose. Kaiser Sose! Fucking. <laughs> Fun fact, though, I actually hadn't seen The Usual Suspects before I saw the ending to Scary Movie where they did the homage <laughs> to the Kaiser Sose. Yeah. So I, did, I didn't fucking get it at all. I was like, what kind of fucking movie pulls this shit off? And then I watched The Usual Suspects, and I was like, "Wait, wait a minute." Yeah, <laughs> I f- they, a lot, a lot. I mean, so scary movies, all the scary movies, like that. I mean, people haven't like seen the, the where it came from. 
before seeing a lot of scary movies. And, and yeah, that's 100 right. Uh, all right. So number fifteen, the Bone Collector, nineteen ninety nine, versus the number eighty six, the Talented Mister Ripley, nineteen ninety nine. See now, that's my gut would say to instantly go with the Bone Collector, but the Talented Mister Ripley is very. But I wouldn't. I, I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily call Mister Thompson, Mister Ripley, qu- quite psychologically thrilling. It's a very suspenseful film, and it's a thrilling. It's a thrilling film. It's and it's star studded, and it is in fact star studded. I mean, it's mm-hmm. loaded up. But the Bone Collector does have Denzel, <laughs> mm-hmm. and if I'm not mistaken, I think Angelina Jolie as well. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay, I'm. Sure. I'm going with the bone collector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you had me in Angelina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just joking. No, it's, I went with. I, I had. I mean, it's more psychological. This uh, the bone collector is. It's much more psychological than the talented Mister Ripley. It's okay. Number sixteen, The Fugitive, 1993. Verse number eighty-five, Old Boy, 2003. Fugitive. Such an underrated movie. I mean, isn't like, it though? Like, 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 it's it's, it's underrated and overrated at the same time. Like when we talk about like, some of the best movies of all time, you don't think of that movie until somebody says it, and then you gotta be like around our age to know about it, or the <laughs> fact that it's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's fucking it's great. Or the TV show. Well, I wasn't. I mean, I'm pretty sure the future shoot shows like what, in the 70s, 60s, 70s, something like like that. And oh yeah, was, oh and my know, dad, my dad was old, old when he had me. So it was like being raised in the Eisenhower administration. Like we watched, <laughs> like we were watching American movie classics, Turner classic movies, Gunsmoke. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, number seventeen, Gone Girl, twenty fourteen. Verse number eighty four, Stigmata, nineteen ninety nine. Oh, Stigmata. I mean, not that I don't think Gone Girl is a good movie. It's just Stigmata is a great movie. And Stigmata, you'll play Psycho in the next round. Ooh, that's tricky. That's a tricky run. Mm-hmm. Number 18, 28 Days Later, 2002. Number 83, The Village, 2004. Oh, man. M. Night Shyamalan pissed me off a bunch of times in the village, and the village was one of them. Dude, she comes walking out there, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, He fucked the movie up. Like, like, like I say, he has ups and downs on movies. Like, everything about that movie was so great, and then he just shits the fucking bed right at the very end, and you're like, man, why, why'd you have to be in the movie? Like, did you really have to be in the movie to make that kind of a reveal? Like, real, like. Re- so I'm going to vote against the village. What was the other option? I don't even know if I like that movie, but. 28 Days Later. Uh, that's a zombie movie. It's not even a psychological thriller, but I'll go with it just because of that other garbage nonsense. The village. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
this is actually a hard one because I know you know old school movies, so to me, this is a hard one. Okay. Number, ni- number 19, The Conjuring, 2013. Version number North by Northwest, 1959. Man. You know, I actually watched The Conjuring last night for the first time. Mm-hmm. I already knew about the Ed and Lorraine Warren, you know, story like about them and a lot of stuff about them. I'm kind of weird like that. I do research on weird people. Okay. North by Northwest is a classic movie. It's It's Hitchcock. I know. I know. Dude, I think I got enough Hitchcock in here. I don't know. But the cop, I can't. I can't make good conscience. Just, just uh. <laughs> like it's like. I mean, they're both. I mean, they're nothing. Like you can't even compare these two movies. Like, I mean, I gotta go. I gotta go north by northwest. It's, I, I, I loved watching The Conjuring. It was a good movie, but I mean, and North by Northwest, we'll play The Exorcist in the next round. Shit. <laughs> Number 20, Fargo, 1996. <laughs> Verse number 81, Now You See Me, 2013. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, and for people that's listening, that will we'll be listening there and watching, um, these get harder and harder. I forgot to tell you about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, I can imagine just by how it's going. Um, I mean, Fargo, Fargo is just a great old movie, you know, she's just got, you got to watch that guy stuff that other person in that, in that old chipper there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hi, how are you? <laughs> William H. Macy. Macy. He's so great. Oh man. I got to go with now you see me. I got to, that was, I mean, I, I, but I, I mean, damn it. Like neither one of these really. They don't come to me as a psychological thriller type, but I got to go with Now You See Me because I didn't expect the, the end. I did not expect the twist at the end. Me neither, actually. And Now You See Me will play the thing in the next round. Oh, that's an easy, that's an easy pick. Mm-hmm. Number 21, Hannibal, 2001. Verse number 80, Joker, 2019. You know the shittiest part about this selection is that both of these movies are psychological thrillers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's not Red Dragon. So mm-hmm. I can I can miss the whole Ray Liotta eating his brain part. Like mm-hmm. I thought that was awesome that Hannibal like that that Anthony Hopkins, you know, got the guy from Goodfellas to eat a chunk of his brain and think it was awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I think I'm going to go with uh, uh, I forgot the name of the other choice, but I chose it. Joker. Yeah, the Joker. Because you get what because you get what you fucking deserve. That like <laughs> like everyone hated on that movie, but I just went to watch it as a movie. 
And I loved it because you get to watch this poor man's descent into madness. It was mm-hmm. like, it's like, it's like our soft ass world's version of Taxi Cab mm-hmm. or the Taxi Taxi Driver. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, with, with Robert. Robert with, yeah, yeah, with De Niro. Yep. Except for instead of trying to save somebody, he just loses his mind and goes all chaos, you know, chaos and anarchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Joker will play the usual suspect in the next round. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Number 22, Prisoners, 2013. Version number 79, Blade Runner, 1982. Oh, Blade Runner for sure. And Blade Runner will play the Bone Collector in the next round. Hmm. Number 23, Primal Fear, 1996. First number 78, Fallen, 1998. Oh, okay. So Primal Fear, that's the one with John Lithgow, right? I think yeah. So. Yeah, it is. Um, he's not. Well, he's not one of the top buildings. Is it? Oh no! Uh, no, that's Primal oh, Fear. that's raising that's raising Kane. I was thinking about raising Kane. That's my bad. Primal Fear uh, is with uh, Edward Norton, Richard Greer. Yeah, yeah. I'm still going with Fallen though. It's on my side. I can't hear that song anymore without thinking about John Goodman, you know, all possessed by the demon. Then, you know, just when you think you got him licked, though. <laughs> Fallen will play the fugitive in the next round. Well, ain't that a bitch? Number 24, What Lies Beneath, 2000, version number 77, Insomnia, 2002. Oh, Insomnia. I think that's one of Robin Williams' greatest performances that's really not talked about. Mm-hmm. And Next Insom- to... But, go ahead. No, go ahead. Insomnia will play 28 days later in the next round. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that and 24-hour... Uh, oh, what a... Four-hour photo or whatever it is. Oh, that, that's enough. Yeah, that's another good one of his that, that nobody really talks about. Yeah, that's one that he uh that you can like well technically he was a bad guy, like he was a villain in that movie, and nobody talks about it at all. Right. Um number twenty five, Red Dragon, two thousand two. Number seventy six, Gone Baby Gone, two thousand seven. Bye, baby, bye. Red Dragon. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Ralph finds it such a good job, like such a good job. We, like, if you ever watch the movie Man, uh, I think it's Manhunter, which is essentially the they tried to do the Silence of the Lambs back in the eighties, and they essentially combine those stories together. Mm-hmm. Then the 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 uh, Silence of the Lambs and Red Dragon, they try to combine them both together. It was just awful. Just awful. And then to have seen that and then watch Red Dragon with Ralph Bunch. Amazing. All right. 
number 26, Zodiac, 2007. Verse number 75, Serenity, 2019. Zodiac. I'm a sucker for true crime. Yeah, so is Emily. She picked Zodiac. We, we, did, we, we did that with her. She picked Zodiac uh, all the way down so for very, very long. It went very, very far with her brackets. And just because yeah. she, she loves Zodiac killing. <laughs> yeah, he's one of my he's one of my favorites as well. As fucked up as it is to have a favorite, but whatever, you know. So they fascinate me. <laughs> Number 27, No Country for Old Men. 2007. Verse number 74, Limitless, 2011. Oh, dude, old country. Easy. I mean, Limitless is cool and all that, but like, nah. Old country. Could, could you hold still real quick? Just. <laughs> and, and, then, and then that shit that he pulls at the gas station, like, mm-hmm. flip a quarter. What am I betting on? <laughs> Everything. Everything. <laughs> doesn't even know. He doesn't even know. And then he wins. And he's just all nonchalant like, well, okay, mm-hmm. see you later, buddy. Mm-hmm. All right. Number, 20, <laughs> number 28, Rosemary's Baby, 1968. Verse number 73, Copycat, 1995. I mean, I suppose to some, getting fucked by the devil would be psychologically thrilling. So I guess I'll go with Rosemary's Baby. You ever see a a, a parody movie called uh, "A Hundred House" with Marlon Wayans? If one is, to me is fucking is underrated, hilarious. Just, it's funny. And yeah. They, oh yeah. And they both get fucked by the demon. <laughs> yeah. I re- <laughs> 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 I forgot about that part. Yes, that's true. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, number 29, American Psycho, 2000. Birth number 72, Falling Down, 1993. Motherfucker. <laughs> Falling Down is so awesome. I make so many references to that all the time, you know? I'm just like, I'm about to go Michael Douglas in this bitch, and nobody understands, because nobody's seen Falling Down. All the guy wanted was his fucking breakfast. That's all he wanted. He just wanted some fucking breakfast. <laughs> is it better than American Psycho? Uh, that's the problem, though, because I also love American Psycho, because I love Huey Lewis in the news. And I got some videotapes that I need to return. I mean, <laughs> shit. Uh, psychological thrilling. Is the I? I'd have to say if I I gotta go with uh, American Psycho. It's hard. That was a hard one. It's gonna get harder and harder. That's what she said. But still. But just. <laughs> All right. Uh, number 30, Cape Fear, 1991. Verse number 71, Pan's Labyrinth, 2006. Oh. I was going to say Cape Fear. Cape Fear. Hands down. Rob, dude, Robert De Niro did such a good job in that movie. Such a good job. 
that whole rant that he goes on about his family and holding on to that that flare while it's just boiling phosphorus onto his hands. It's like, like you know what? There's certain types of crazy that I'll fuck with. That's not one of them. That's not one of them. All right. <laughs> this next matchup gave me so much grief because I like both these movies. Me personally. Yeah. But I'll see, let's, see, let's see what you do. Number 31, The Butterfly Effect, 2004. Versus number 70, 70, Gothica, 2003. Ooh. I got to go with Gothica. Mostly because, you know, I mean, the butterfly effect was cool and everything like that. But, like, I don't know. Like, tw- same thing with 12 Monkeys and Donnie Darko. Like, I don't like to go for a ride just to get to the end and have it be so anticlimactic. Okay. Well, Gothica will play Red Dragon in the next round. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Oh, speaking of that, number 32, 12 Monkeys, 1995. <laughs> <laughs> Where's number 69, X, uh, X Machina, 2014. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with 12 Monkeys. Even though I just talk shit about it, the only reason I'm doing it is to be, is because I'll have to send it to you via message because I'll have to look it up. Mm-hmm. But there's this really good movie with Ethan Hawke. Uh, I think it's called Predestination. Okay, is what it's. I think that's what it's called. If you haven't seen it, you need to check it out. It's fucking crazy. All right, messing me, so I can so I can do it. Um, number thirty-three, identity. 2003, verse number 68, Sleeping with the Enemy, 1991. Oh, Sleeping with the Enemy. That was a hardcore Like I wasn't even expecting that. Like I was a kid when I watched that, so like I, I probably shouldn't have been watching that, but I was watching that kind of stuff. Like, ooh, what's going on over here? <laughs> and Sleeping with the Enemy will play Zodiac in the next round. Ah, nice. <laughs> Number 34, Unbreakable, 2000. Verse number 67, Fracture, 2007. Ironic. You know, since I didn't mind the trilogy, I'll go with Unbreakable. Hmm. Glass was disappointing, but I just want to say I love Glass. I mean, I love Unbreakable, Love Split, Glass. Loved, was... Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a letdown. Like I said, dude, you just he'll he'll build it up perfect, and it just hits the bed. That's just how it is. Number thirty-five, Memento, two thousand. Verse number sixty-six, The Mothman Prophecies, two thousand two. Ma- Mothman, for sure. And the Mothman prophecies will play No Country for Old Men in the next round. That'll be a little tricky, but I think I can handle that. Number 36, 
The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, 2011. Verse number 65, Jacob's Ladder, 1990. Okay. So, um, for I'm just going to go with my answer on Jacob's Ladder, but, like, I do not understand how The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo has anything to do with a psychological thriller. Uh, rotten, to, rotten tomatoes. I, y'all don't know. I mean, y'all just that's what happens when you trust. You know, <laughs> that's what happens when you trust the opinion of the public. I mean, fucking a man. Jacob's ladder will play Rosemary's Baby in the next round. Now that's that'll be tricky because I mean, Jacob's ladder is fucking crazy, and Tim Robbins did a great job. Uh, speaking of Tim, I'm pretty sure he's in this movie as well. Number 37, Mystic River, 2003. Versus number 64, Single White Female, 1992. Mystic River is a really good movie, but dude, Single White Female is a fucking crazy movie. Like, crazy, crazy. Like, (laughs) I was old enough to start understanding what that kind of crazy really meant. (laughs) <laughs> and, and for some reason, I became more and more attracted to it. <laughs> so I'm going with single white female. <laughs> and single white female will play American Psycho in the next round. Oh, shit. That'll be a tricky. That's a tricky dicky right there. <laughs> Num- oh, okay. Let's see who let's see who you like better. Number 38, 1408, 2007. Rick number 63, Vertigo, 1958. Don't mind me, I'm just having a miniature aneurysm. Right? <laughs> I mean with the exception of some, you always have to go Hitchcock. I mean mm-hmm. Thriller, anything psychological or not, it's easy. That's easy. It's a vertigo. It's vertigo. Do James Dean? I would normally do a James Dean impression, but I can't do that. Mister, Mister, well, you know, Mister, what's his face goes to Washington? Do all well? No, I can't do that. So vertigo will play Cape Fear in the next round. That's easy. Okay. Number 39, The Skeleton Key, 2005. Or number 62, One Hour Photo, 2002. One Hour Photo? <laughs> one Hour Photo? Are you kidding me? I mean, Skeleton Key's cool and all, but I mean, we were just talking about this. You should have just you should have just jumped right ahead of me like, well, shit, he's going to pick One Hour Photo. I can't. I got it because... Because that's the beauty about this, these kind of brackets. I got to go right down. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So one hour photo will play 12 monkeys in the next round. Oh, easy. All right. Number 40, Orphan, 2009. Version number 61, Secret Window, 2004. I'm going to go with Orphan A because it's based on a true story and that shit was crazy enough as it was. It didn't have to be true. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, it's so crazy you couldn't even make that shit up kind of thing. And they didn't. 
<laughs> I know, I know, right? <laughs> um. Uh oh. Okay, so I know I just said in one of the movies before, but just the different versions of it. So number forty-one, Stir of Echoes, nineteen ninety-nine, or number mm-hmm. sixty, Cape Fear, nineteen sixty-two. The Cape Fear I, I said before was the De Niro one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm not gonna put. The, I'm not gonna put them to, against each other potentially. So uh, I'm gonna go with the first one. I forgot what it was again. Stir, stir, stir of echoes. Oh yeah, stir of echoes. That's a great movie too. I mean, I hate the song "Paint It Black," but like, it's a. I mean, that people talk about you know Kevin Bacon movies being this, that, and the other, but Stir of Echoes is a really good movie. Number forty-two. The Game, 1997. Verse number 59, Panic Room, 2002. When did you say the game came out again? 1997. Isn't that the one with Ice-T? Um, one minute. Nah, I'm thinking of a different one. Um, The Game had Michael Douglas, Sean Penn. Yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking of a different movie. But uh, I'll go with the game. So I didn't watch the game before. I never watched the game before, but I have watched Panic Room. And I'm 100% glad that you picked DJ and picked Panic Room because that was fucking horrible. I'm yeah, no, I, I couldn't. There's nothing, there's nothing psychologically thrilling about a safety room. <laughs> um, Number 43, Rear Window, 1954. Verse number 58, Taxi Driver, 1976. God, I mean, I got to go with Taxi Driver. I mean, we were just talking about this. That's funny. Taxi Driver will play Unbreakable in the next round. Hmm. Interesting. Number 44. Law Abiding Citizen, 2009. Written number 57. In Stellar, 2014. Mm. Dre, were you as pissed as I was when Gerard Butler got killed at the end of that movie? Like, I, like for real though. Like your, like your whole ass job. Is to find creative ways to kill people for the fucking CIA and you get got by some fucking nobody prosecutor, like assistant assistant uh, DA. <laughs> yeah, not not even not even yeah, not even the actual district attorney. The assistant district attorney. That's like you got fucked over by the help, dude. Like what the fuck? <laughs> fuck, man. Uh what was the other one again? <laughs> Interstellar, 2014. Oh, Interstellar? Interstellar, yeah. Yeah, the old all right, all right, all right. Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess I'll go with that one just because I don't find either one of them psychologically thrilling, but I just, you know, the end of the movie was a very, like, you had to, be, you have to basically have, like, a minor degree in fucking quantum physics to understand half of that fucking movie, and you're like, wait, wait, what? So Interstellar will play Orphan in the next round. 
However, the law-abiding citizens come. I, I wasn't gonna say anything until it was but out. A couple of things about that movie. One, I was in Philly when they shut down the whole center city when uh, for that movie. Because no doubt they, they, they filmed a lot of it in Philly. Oh yeah, I forgot two, about that. Two, um, uh, that has one of my favorite way to kill somebody. I mean, obviously, I mean, again, I mean, I'm a gentleman, but was it, it the judge? No, no, it was the uh, the guy that killed his uh, wife and kids. Oh, he he made sure that you you can't flinch. You're gonna feel all the pain, and you're gonna give you a drilling so you don't die. <laughs> the yeah, the tritototoxins. Yeah, he had it all set up. Yeah, he had the tritototoxin. He had he had enough saline and IV bags to keep him alive more than well long enough. Adrenaline so he couldn't go into shock. And, and Basically, cut off his eyelids. That is torture. I mean, I mean, if that's form of torture. And I respect it because what he did to his fucking wife and kids. But that, that was my favorite. Listen, I know it's going to sound crazy, but that shit was, listen, listen, it is what it is. If I, if I kill somebody, that's, that's the way I'm doing it. <laughs> anyway, number 45, Flatliners, 1990, versus number 56, The Mechan um, uh, Mechanics, sorry, The Mechanics 2004. Uh, I guess I'm going to go with Flatliners only because of the fact that it kind of reminds me of a cinematic version of like when you were a child where you put your head between your legs and you pinch off your nerves or your your, your arteries until you pass out. <laughs> All right. So before I do this, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the C2 again. It is the Flatliners uh, 1990. Versus the McKinnit, M A C H I N I S T. Oh, the machinist. Machinist. Sorry, I'm the machinist. So I want to make sure I got that right. Oh, make sure I got that right. Yeah. Okay. That's my fault. Yeah. I'm going to go. I got to change it. I got to go to the machinist. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, Flatliners was a good joke and all, but I mean, when it's up against the machinist, I mean, Mm -hmm. Just the lengths that Christian Bale took to upon himself to get that role, and it mm -hmm. all just. And the machinist will play Stir Stir Eccles in the next round. That's a good. That's going to be a good one right there. You know, okay, number forty six, The Illusionist, two thousand six, versus number fifty five, Basic Instinct, nineteen ninety two. Basic Instinct for sure. <laughs> So I'm not gonna lie. Um, here I picked it ready. I picked the Illusionist. It's such an underrated fucking movie. That and the Prestige. Those Prestige. So I love Prestige. That was a good movie. But I mean, the Illusionist. Okay, it's whatever. But I mean, it's Basic Instinct. I mean, I, I listen. I, I will talk about that movie as soon as it wins or you knock it out. But Basic Instinct will play the game. <laughs> <laughs> the game in the next round. <laughs> Uh, number 47. Oh my god, F A R. Say F R A L I T Y. Frailty. Thank you. You don't, you don't even have to tell me what it's going against. That's my vote. Frailty. Verse number 54 A History of Violence, 2005. Doesn't matter. Frailty. All right. Thank you. I'm, sure I'm, I got that right. 
Like I'm gonna vote that sucker down all the way. That's gonna be my zodiac for sure. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Shit's crazy as fuck. Bill it was uh Bill Paxton's directorial debut. Uh he acted in it, starred in it. It's got Matthew McConaughey in it. Uh Powers Booth. I mean it's got a lot of real it's got like, you know, name, name brand name brand name celebrity people. It's got some B name name brand celebrity people. It's got a really interesting story that's like super fucked up and ambiguous. And then at the very end you're kind of stuck like that's why I mean like if you want to imagine a psychological thriller, frailty is but as if you want to go for modern era, frailty mm-hmm. is that movie. Okay. Well, you have three more left. You have three more left in this round. Okay. Number, four, number 48, Get Out, 2017. Or number 53, Insidious, 2010. Uh, I'm gonna give Get Out. Insidious was kind of dumb. I mean, in my I mean it was crazy and whatnot, but spinny fucking top. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna spin a top and that's how I know it's reality. Like, is this a Bill Burr fucking bit? Like, what the fuck just happened here? Uh number 49, The Good Son, 1993. Verse number 52, Black Swan, 2010. Black Swan was really good, but I gotta go with Good Son. That showed some range on a very young Macaulay Culkin. Mm-hmm. Still crazy as dog shit. Like he, I, I know, think, right? I, I think I think he did. I think he did this at, before Richie Rich. I think, and yeah, it was it was it was fucking amazing. I think it was before or around the same time, actually. Either way, but still, mm-hmm. like that close together is just batshit crazy awesome. How he was able to pull it off. And last but not least, number fifty. Fatal Attraction, 1987. First number 51, Requiem for a Dream, 2000. Man, get the fuck fuck (laughs) out of here with that shit. No, fucking no, no, and fuck no. I fucking, like, you know, Fatal Attraction, all it does is it tells you not to fuck where you work because you might fucking get yourself a crazy bitch. But Requiem for a Dream fucked me up real bad. I will not vote for Requiem for a Dream. It will not fucking move on, and I will not have to hear the name of that goddamn movie for the rest of this whole fucking bracket, because every time I do, I think about fucking old Jared Leto with his old fucking stumpy stump, and that poor girl. That poor, poor girl. Never mind Marlon Wayans throwing up in the in the chow at the fucking prison. He got off the easiest, if you think about it. He did. All right, so Fatal Attraction <laughs> will play Frailty in the next round, and the, oh, good son, and the Good Son will play Get Out in the next round. Fair. All right, round two. You got Seven or Dr. Sleep? Seven. Sorry. You're fine, man. You have Silence of the Lambs or the Manchurian Candidate? Manchurian Candidate. Mm. The Manchurian Candidate will play seven in the next round. You have 
The Shining versus Unfaithful. Shining. We have Misery or Dow M for Murder. Dial M for Man, this is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but That's my M. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go out with Dial M, yeah. Okay. The Devil's Advocate or a phone booth? I mean, I don't know. You know, it's kind of it's kind of scary having to stand in a phone booth all day. But it's not every day that Al Pacino tells Keanu Reeves to fuck his sister. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Devil's Advocate. I don't know. That's just that thing. It's just that weird ass shit. Just that weird ass shit keeps you hanging on just by a thread. Split or the cell. So I almost just went off and just without. I'm gonna go with cell. Like no, I my gut my gut reaction was to say split, but I forgot how underrated Cell really is. So, the shiny will play Dow M for murder in the next round, and the Cell will play the Devil's Advocate in the next round. <laughs> Fair enough. Psycho or Stigmata? Oh, you bastard! <laughs> Um, Psycho. The Exorcist or North by Northwest? You know, I'm going to... I'm going to do it. Okay, I can't have all fucking Alfred Hitchcock, all right? I'm going to go with Exorcist just because I can't have all of Alfred Hitchcock be in my whole ass list. So eventually, it's going to be Hitchcock, 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 all right? I, hey, I, I listen, can't do it. This is your list. You can do what you want. I, I, I know. I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. But at the same time, it's like... All right. The Thing or Now You See Me? The Thing. Hardcore. Easy thing, the thing. The Usual Suspects or Joker? The Usual Suspects. Bone Collector or Blade Runner? Bone Collector. Fugitive or Fallen? God damn it. For the sake of the topic of the show, I'm going with Fallen. Because I think, in my opinion, that The Fugitive is a better movie all the way around. But Fallen is much more of a psychological thriller than it is like a suspenseful whodunit. And Fallen will play Psycho in the next round. Ah, son of a bitch. 28 Days Later or Insomnia? Insomnia. Insomnia will play The Exorcist in the next round. Hmm. Red Dragon or Gothica? 
Red Dragon. Zodiac or sleeping with the enemy. Zodiac. No Country for Old Men or the Mothman Prophecies? No Country for Old Men. I know the Mothman Prophecies are all based on like urban legend and true story and stuff, but I mean, that dude, that character alone just sells the entire movie. Just like the, just the whole him, just the no selling. Like, and he, and he talks everybody into everything. Like, Nobody stops to think, doesn't, doesn't it sound kind of weird? This guy's got an air tank just hanging out at his side. Like, I don't see an oxygen mask. Hold still. Why? What the fuck do you want me to do? Like, what's going on? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue. You're good. You're good. Uh, <laughs> Rosemary's Baby or Jacob's Ladder? Jacob's Ladder. I mean, getting fucked by the devil is one thing, but I mean, eventually, eventually, it's going to be the devil telling Keanu Reeves to fuck his sister or getting fucked by the devil, and I don't want to make that fucking choice. That's too much weirdness. So, so I'm gonna... <laughs> Jacob's letter will play the thing in the next round. Oh shit! Oh uh, well, sometimes you just, sometimes you don't. Well, here's 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 a matchup for your life, and I'm not talking about your personal life. I'm talking about life period all right american psycho or a single white female <laughs> Ooh. I, I fucking do love some huey lewis in the news i don't know yep yep i'm gonna go with american psycho i mean so i i think that i think the single white female is more of a psychological thriller but i just i don't know there's just like that scene between, you know, him and Jared Leto where he's explaining Huey Lewis in the news in that plastic suit all jazzed up and fucking red, yeah. And he goes, hey! And then all of a sudden he just, ah! Hits him with the fucking axe like, what? Sold the man with gray in his hair. Cape <laughs> uh, Fear or Vertigo? Cape Fear. Sorry, Alfred. Gotta go. You can't fuck around with that crazy fucking, that crazy Creole ass Robert De Niro. 12 monkeys or one hour photo? One hour photo. And one hour photo will play the usual suspects in the next round. Unbreakable or taxi driver? Taxi driver. And Taxi Driver will play the Bone Collector in the next round. Ooh. Orphan or Interstellar? Uh, orphan. Stir Echoes or the McKin... See, I say it for me again. The, the machine. The machinist. The machinist. Yeah. Oh, the, the, that's your choice? No, no, I'm thinking. 
Uh, I'm gonna go stir of echoes so you don't have to struggle with saying that fucking word anymore. I don't know why. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel bad for you, Dre. I, I feel bad for my damn self. Like I don't know why I, I can't say this shit. Uh, the game or basic instinct? Uh, basic instinct. Yeah, yeah. Basic instinct will play Red Dragon in the next round. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, the one that you like, the, the F one, frailty, 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 or fatal attraction. Uh, frailty, hands down. Frailty, uh, just so that way, so you don't have any troubles. Like you know, frail frailty, to be it. to be weak. Mm-hmm. Frailty, that which is weak. <laughs> and the last one, get out or the good son. Get out. And I mean, the good son, the good son's got a twist and everything, but Get Out was just fucked up. And Get Out will play Zodiac. Ooh, that's the last one in that round. So that means that Frailty will play No Country for Old Men. Sarah okay. Will play American Psycho. All right. And Orphan will play Cape Fear. Hmm. Okay. Now, now mind you, again, your the highest seed will get a buy in the next round. Yep. All right. So, you got seven or the maturing candidate. Uh, what was the first one he said? Seven or the maturing oh, candidate. Seven. And seven will have to buy in the next round. Okay. The shining or doubt M for murder. I did this to myself. You definitely I did. did this. I did this to myself. The, you know, the, the first round, I, I say that I me mean, it's my, my evil doing. But after y'all pick your own shit, that, that, that's all y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say dial M. All right. The devil's advocate or the cell. The cell. Psycho or Fallen? You mean Psycho? Psycho or Fallen? I thought you said Sicko. I was like, uh, wait, what? Psycho, psycho or Fallen? I gotta, I gotta go with Fallen. I love Alfred Hitchcock, but you just don't expect that twist halfway through, like okay. uh, the Exorcist or Insomnia. It's, uh, uh, insomnia, Insomnia. I'll just rip the bandit off. Exorcist is great, but Insomnia is awesome. The Thing or Jacob's Ladder. The Thing. And the thing will play Dow M for murder in the next round. Oh shit. The usual suspect suspects or a one hour photo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with the usual suspects. 
the usual suspects will play the cell in the next round. Oh, man. The bone collector or a taxi driver? Taxi driver. Denzel being crippled up in the chairs or in the beds all right and all, but you can't beat Robert De Niro. Don't buy me. I got a wireless headset. I got to go grab something to drink. Keep reading. Red Dragon or Basic Instinct? Red Dragon. And Red Dragon will play Fallen in the next round. Son of a bitch. Zodiac or Get Out? Oh, no. Uh, Zodiac. And Zodiac will play Insomnia in the next round. No Country for Old Men or Frailty? Frailty. As much as I hate to get rid of my favorite character that I, that I can't remember, I think... I don't even was he like Javier Bordem or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh American Psycho or Stare or Stare Stare Echoes. Uh I'm gonna go with American Psycho so you don't have to try and say Stir of Echoes again. I'm, I swear I'm smart. I swear I swear I I swear I believe you. It's just <laughs> you're having you're you're on the struggle bus to uh, right, right now. Oh no. American Psycho <laughs> We'll play Taxi Driver in the next round. Oh, shit. And last one. Cape Fear or Orphan? Cape Fear. All right. I always felt that or- Orphan could have really, like, depending on when it actually happened, like, that whole movie could have really been avoided had that 30-some-odd-year-old girl had proper access to, like, internet to find herself into a right, you know, chat room to meet up with somebody that's, like, you know... A consenting adult and do that creepy shit like she didn't have to fake being a kid and get adopted and whatnot like she could have totally just bypassed all that and just went straight to hey let's do this for the rest of our lives and that, so that means that Kate Kate fear will play frailty in the next round oh shit now mind you again now by going to the quarterfinals which means that whoever's the bottom part will get a buy Okay. So you gave seven to buy, seven goes to the quarterfinals. Okay. All right. The thing or dial M for murder. This is fucking blasphemous. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I gotta go with the thing. I gotta. John Carpenter's remake was just too good to not. I mean, Dial M for Murder is a fucking classic. I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. All right. The usual, the usual suspects or the cell? The cell. The cell will play seven in the next round. <laughs> That's a hell of a put together mm-hmm. right there. Red Dragon or Fallen? Oh, shit. I'm going to go Red Dragon. I love Fallen, but 
I don't know that whole that whole scene where he that blind girl like puts her head in his cavity and it's not even him and it's just it's so fucked up. Zodiac or insomnia. I gotta get it off the list because I can't ever I can't be put in the position to decide between frailty and zodiac, so I'm gonna go insomnia. Insomnia will play the thing in the next round. American Psycho or a Taxi Driver? Hard one, huh? It really is. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver will play Red Dragon in the next round. Glad I made that choice. Which means that whatever you pick in this last matchup will get a bye to the semifinals. Okay. Which means, and we call the semifinals, is your Mount Rushmore. So that means your Mount Rushmore is psychological thrillers. All right. So we have Cape Fear or Feralty. Like, why can't we put both of those on there? Because both of those, like, if I was able, like, if you were to, like, write down your Mount Rushmore of psychological thrillers, Cape Fear with Robert Downey, or with Robert Downey, I can't, I'm so fucked up in the head, I can't even say it right. It's Robert De Niro. And fucking Frailty are easily just, like, three and four at very least. I just, it's, it's Frailty. It's Frailty. I'm going to rip off the Band-Aid. I'm mad about it. You see me going all. You see me having a stroke. That's how this game works. That's how this game works. Ah. <laughs> so, so, your your final four, one of your final fours, is frailty. Let's see who else is in your your Mount Rushmore. You have seven, or the cell. The cell. The cell is the second one in your Mount Rushmore. The Thing or Insomnia? The Thing. The Thing will play The Cell in the next row. Which means whoever wins will play Feralty in the next row. Red Dragon or Taxi Driver? Red Dragon. So your final four, Mount Rushmore, is number 13, The Thing, 1982. Number 25, Red Dragon, 2002. Number 47, Feralty, 2002. Number 92, The Cell, 2000. Now, I am going to tell you what my final four was, with my personal. I, I always do the brackets after my make them. Mm-hmm. And my final four or uh, Mount Rushmore is way different. I have nothing you have on here <laughs> at all. <laughs> not, not a damn one. I have number six, Misery, 1990. Number 16, The Fugitive, 1993. Number 46, The Illusionist, 2006. And number 48, Get Out, 2017. That was my final four. The only reason is because you hadn't seen Frailty yet, so... Not yet, but 
I'll let you know how, how that goes. Hold on. All right. It's all right, Dre. I get it, man. But for real though, you're gonna want you're gonna go like like I'll see a copy of your final your Mount Rushmore, and it's gonna have eraser marks on that shit, where you can write frailty, and you're gonna be like, I will I will watch frailty soon. All right, so we will be having a third place game as well. So just let you know that as well. Oh so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So who's going to the finals? Is it the thing or the cell? You know, I'm a big John Carpenter fan, but the cell is so underrated. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the thing, but it doesn't really matter anyway. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. The first you all maybe goes on. It'd be Red Dragon. What's that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, all right. Well. I know who wins, but let, 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 let's let's do the third place game. Now, All right, the sale or Red Dragon for number three. I'll go with uh, the sale. I mean, the Red Dragon's good, and for it to be in the top five's acceptable to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll go with the sale as number three because of still how underrated it really is. And just for kicks and giggles, let, let's just say the finals. Frailty or the thing? Oh, it's frailty. For so sure. Number, so your number one is frailty. Number two is the thing. Number three is the cell. Number four, red dragon. Yep. Five. If I had to choose a number five, it'd be seven. If I had to choose a number five slot, like out of all the other stuff we've had going up to this point, I would and have not, to say seven. And not Cape Fear? Oh shit! You're right. Damn it. Yeah, I guess you're right. No, I would have to. I would put Cape Fear in as yeah. That you're valid. You're valid, man, for sure. Cape Fear would definitely be my top, my number five. Son of a bitch. All right. So I want to thank Chancy for coming on uh, and doing this. And again, you are more than welcome to come back on to do another one down the line if you want to. Uh, oh, for can, sure. If you can plug your uh, plug your uh, your shows again one more time, and where to find them? Yes, uh, I'm on Maniacal Music Musings, which uh, tapes every Tuesday uh, live, and the audio comes out on Spotify every Friday. Uh, I'm on the Bracket Basket Show that usually tapes on Saturdays or Sundays, and I believe it, it drops on Sundays as well. Um, I'm revamping uh, an old podcast I was on called the Red Eye Roundtable, which is going to be like a combination of either groups of people coming together for a levity and comedy show. So that way everybody can have fun and joke around and stuff like that. Talk current events and just, you know, whatever. But it will also be intermingled with serious conversations with me and one other person about like a specific topic in a platform that has no intention of becoming any type of like, I'm right, you're wrong. It's basically from the perspective of a guy who literally wants to learn as much about the world that he lives in as he possibly can from a neutral, a neutral standpoint. Okay. 
Well, again, I want to thank you for coming on. Uh, anyone can do this. This is your own bracket. Nobody votes. You can't say, oh, they got it wrong, because if they got it wrong, that means you got it wrong. And my name is DeAndre Robinson, and I'll see y'all later. Thank you, guys.